Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. I am your host, Michael Masick, and with me, as always, is my son, Jaden. Jaden, how are you? I'm doing fine. You're fine, and you're sore. I am kind of sore. You are kind of sore. Mm-hmm. You are, do you want to tell everyone why you're kind of sore before we um, jump into the show? Um, sure. <laughs> Um, we've been virtual schooling for the past ever, it feels like. Like 10 years now? Yeah. It's been like this, 10 years. Yeah, this entire school year since it started. Um, and some of... Well, since March, actually. Yeah, since and some of last school year and yeah. the summer. So I haven't been t- to school in a long time. Um, so I haven't been in athletics in a long time. And um, when was it? Just a couple days ago. Um, I went to the gym with my uncle, and so we lifted weights. Um, well, I lifted weights for the first time since March, um, and I lifted a couple days ago like I would have in March when I was lifting every day. Like back when you were athletics. actually at school in athletics. In athletics, right. right. Um, and so if I'm lifting how I was then, <laughs> now, after right. eight months— or however long it's been, you get you get very sore. So now I'm like very sore. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you're sore, right? Real sore. Um, yeah. So we've been kind of on a short hiatus. It's been I think what three weeks since we've recorded. I think our last episode was November 11th, I believe. I looked, went back and looked. Um, that's in part because we are we're actually in a, in a different room of the house now. We had it. We yep. boxed everything up. And we're in a different room room of the house now that we're recording. This is our, I think we mentioned it last week, or not last week, but our last recording, our our little big update episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, we're in our new podcasting room that we're using to, you know, record great podcasts. And, and it's not complete yet. It's not finished. We're still decking it out and decorating it. And more importantly, we're still uh, not soundproofing, but sound dampening. I don't know if that's the right term. Sound dampening. But yeah. We're putting, that is what we're, it is. We're putting so. some acoustic boarding up on the walls. Um, we are covering up the windows because we live on a busy corner here in the city that we live in and trying to block out a lot of the road noise train. I don't think it's possible to block out the train totally, but we are trying to dampen out a lot of the outside noise just because it, it's so noisy where we yeah. live and trying to give you just a cleaner audio experience, yeah. that, you know, for when you're listening and everything else. Um, so we've been working on that. We're about, like I said, we're three weeks behind on a show, but we're also about two weeks behind on moving up here. Um, I, I have, I deal with migraines. I've had migraines since I was a child, but they've been really bad, uh, these last about six weeks now. And, um, specifically the last three or four weeks, they've been very bad to the point to where, uh, we just have, I've, I've been unable to even record. And so that's kind of knocked us out of the loop as well. And so, um, we're going to not, not just tonight. So we're, we're looking at getting a bunch of shows back to back recorded, that we're going to fire off at you guys, not not just tonight, but over the next couple of weeks. I'm getting tongue-tied here. Over the next couple of weeks. So we have a show coming out tonight. We have another show we're going to be recording here in the next couple of days that we'll release later this week um, and probably look at doing some shorter shows about twice a week for the remainder of the year to either release you know, one a week or, like I said, twice a week to kind of get us through the rest of the year to get more content to you guys. Um, we've got a show coming up in the next week or so that we're going to do a lot of indie game reviews because we have a lot of great indie games we've been playing. 
we want to throw at you. There's a lot of VR games we've been looking at. We want to get out to you guys. There's a lot of been happening in the um, just in the gaming world in general. Nintendo's been doing their 35th anniversary for uh, Super Mario Brothers. Woo-hoo. We've talked a little bit about that. Um, you know, I, I I'm a big collector of anything and everything Mario. So like the Super Mario Brothers Game and Watch that they came out with. Um, you know, those were really hard to find. I ended up with four of them. Uh, that was a kind of big, big mistake. And there's a story around that. We'll talk about that on a, on a different episode. But needless to say, I have I have three too many. Well, actually, I think I have two too many because I've got one I'm going to play with. And I've got one that I'm probably going to keep just like as a collector's item. And then in the box on the shelf, in the box on the shelf. And I've got two I'm going to send back. Uh, I also got um, Amazon's new streaming service, the uh, uh, their Luna gaming service. That's one of the things you could sign up for as a beta tester. And I got accepted in that. And so I've got the controller here. Have, I've had it for about a week now, I think a week, week and a half. Have yet to even try it. Um, other than uh, I did st- hook it up to my iPhone and I streamed a game on my iPhone for all of a minute and a half. And I was like, that's cool. Uh, but that's all I did. And so, I mean, I want to hook it up to the TV and try it. Uh, there's been a lot going on and I just, I have not had the time. Um, and then just with my, just with my physical health, with the migraines, I just haven't been able to do a whole lot. And so a lot going on, a lot to catch up on. And once we get this room finalized and that's kind of been, you know, on the back burner as well. So once we get that caught up, a lot of good, good stuff we want to bring you guys. Um, so it's coming, it's coming. And hopefully, you know, once we get, on the ball with a lot of this will bring to you a lot of things. So, uh, but tonight, um, this is episode 43 and we want to talk about Jurassic park because Jaden saw the movies for the very first time. We watched all five. Well, I saw the first one a uh, while ago, right? A, a couple years ago. Yeah. A couple years ago, but we just didn't watch any other ones. Right. Um, kind of just fell off, but yeah. Just, and we just watched them, what, last week, I think? Yeah. No. Was that last week? I think that was... No, no, no. It wasn't last week. Last week was Thanksgiving break. It was two weeks ago. Okay. Or was that only two weeks? It feels like forever I don't ago. know. My, with my head the way it's been, I feel like I've I've barely been surviving day in to day, day by day by day. So, like, everything's mush for me. <laughs> so, whatever even, it's been. Whatever it's been. I think it's been a couple weeks. Been a but couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, we watched the rest of the Parks. But we watched parks. them all within, like, just a... Four days. We span. watched them, yeah, back to back, back to back. Yeah, which was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really fun to watch them all. So we're going to talk about that later on in the show. So let me go and get some of the openers out. Again, this is episode 43 for Dad's Gaming Corner for Sunday. We are actually recording this on Sunday, November 29th for 2020. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC as well as Facebook.com slash Dad's Gaming Corner. I, I'm, I'm going to say this at the end of the show. Let me say it right now. If you don't follow us on Twitter and you don't have a Twitter's account, let me encourage you to go ahead and do so. Uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on, but uh, we are going to be doing a giveaway starting next week. I'm going to give you all the details next week, but it will require that you have a Twitter's account, and it's going to help us gain followers and everything else, but you do need to get a Twitter's account. We're going to do a giveaway starting next week, and I'm looking at doing maybe a giveaway a week, one a week, for the month of December, uh, kind of like the 12 days of Christmas, but Christmas? instead of 12 days and 12 giveaways, we'll just do, you know... <laughs> One a four. week. So like four. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that many giveaways, but no. do like, you know, one a week, you know, leading up to Christmas or something, but not quite so sure on that. I definitely have one giveaway, maybe two. And one of them is quite nice if I decide to go that route. 
but um, it does it will require a a Twitter account at least. So if you don't if you don't have one, just go ahead and create one. It's completely free. If you're like ah, I hate social media, <laughs> I get it. You know, I hate Facebook. You know, that's why our Facebook page is what it is, and it's it's kind of lame out there. I still need somebody who loves Facebook to come alongside us and say, hey, I'll be a your Facebook social media guy. You know, if you if you want to do that for us and help build up our Facebook page, first I love you, and 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 you know I'll just and Jaden loves you too, and uh, yeah. just you know shoot us an email at hey dad at dadsgamingcorner.com. I'd love to hook up with you, and that would be a huge blessing to us. We would and, appreciate it. And at that same email address, you can shoot us your own story or thoughts or comments and everything else about the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So. Without further ado, let's talk a little bit about what we've been up to over the last uh, several weeks with everything going on and uh, uh, just some of the shows and movies and games that we've been playing. And so I'll kick this one off. Yeah, why don't you take that, Jay? So um, I'm trying to remember when this was. I think it was. It, I don't think it even matters. Was this last week? I honestly don't know. We went it was to last week. the movies, um, mm-hmm. AMC, Dallas, right? North mm-hmm. Park. And we saw the war with Grandpa. Um, I seen, I think we we've seen like a couple, what's it called, uh, trailers, Pre- yeah, previews trailers, for this. Previews. Uh, when we went and saw like James Bond and stuff like that in the movies. So weird. I mean, we saw James Bond from nineteen sixty whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, with Sean Connery. Yeah. And then you see a preview for the oh, war with Grandpa. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> I'm Bond, James Bond, you know, yeah. you got the war with Grandpa, just saying. So, yeah. And I said that, can I we, get credit, by the way? I just said Sean Connery. Sean Connery. And not Mel Gibson. And oh. not, what was wrong? You know what was wrong with you? We, we were recording with um, a migraine. And I was just, my head was. was mush. That's what it was. I blame all the medicine, but go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so we saw a couple previews for this, and we were trying to get out of the house one day and go to the movies, and um, I honestly didn't really care to see this movie. <sighs> so, yeah. But... We went, and we took the whole fam. Well, except Alicia. Yeah, sister didn't go with us. Uh, we took the little two boys and Madre, Padre, and me. Went and saw it. So Do you want to okay, so make your let, comments let's, first? Let's, let's kind of well, well, talk about this. So it's rated PG, so it's aimed at, it's a good, you know, clean family, mm-hmm. you, know, fu- you know, clean for the, the whole family. The previews say it's the perfect movie for families. Yeah, I don't, yeah, well. That's mm. what the previews say. So. Um, it's rated PG. Common Sense Media gives it eight a rating of ages eight and up. Um, has a little bit of you know crude humor in there, I, not not like adult humor, but you know kid humor that you would see like on Disney Channel or something like that, or Nickelodeon mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so Common Sense Media gives it eight and up. It's rated PG. Um, now here's the thing: um, viewers give it a, on Rotten Tomatoes eighty five percent. Eighty five percent. I want to know who those viewers are. Same, if you're one of the viewers same. that give it an eighty five percent rating, I want you to give email us an email us <laughs> at hey dad at dadsgamingcorner.com and specifically put it in the subject line eighty five percent. Just put that in your subject line because mm-hmm. I want to know that it's you. And I want to talk to you because the critics gave it a twenty nine. Oh, and um, I agree with the critics. To be honest, here's the thing: <laughs> there is a lot of big name people in this movie. There was, yeah. And so I, from the previews, I went, I walked into it with high expectations of this is going to be a funny movie aimed at kids. And I'm going to see some, you know, when I say big names, I'm talking about big names in like old comedy, you know, like this is, this is going to be a funny movie. Um, and uh, here's what I told my wife. Notice the disappointment in his side. Here's what I told my wife. 
I, I left thinking this was a movie that was aimed at kids. And I'm not talking about like a Home Alone movie that was like, oh, okay, there's some silliness in here for kids, but it's still a, you know, a, a fun, feel-good film for of all ages. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. This reminded me of one of those shows that Caleb likes to watch that annoys mm-hmm. the crap out of me. Like, <laughs> you know, like Lab Rats mm-hmm. or what's another show that he likes? Um, he watches the same two constantly. Okay, Lab Rats. What's the other one? Uh, Mighty Men. Okay, Mighty Men. Um, no, Mighty. Is it Mighty Med? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, Mighty Med. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Those Disney shows. Yeah, that, yeah. No. Um, where they laugh over the silly things, and you're like, that, that was wasn't even dumb. funny. <laughs> that wasn't even funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this was targeted. I feel, yeah. At 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 six, seven, eight, and nine year olds. If you're ten. You might already be in like, eh, or you know what I'm saying? If you're 12, you might already be checked out. Yeah. One of those kind of things. Yeah. And I was sitting there thinking, okay, that line was funny. Exactly. Okay, no, I'm, now I'm checked out for like mm-hmm. a big part of the movie. Okay, that line, no, now you're insulting my intelligence because I don't know if that was funny or if that was just <laughs> dumb. It was one of, the, one of those kind of things. Yeah. So what, what did you, how did you feel? I agree with you. Um, I thought it was, to be honest, I thought it was a waste of our afternoon. I would have much rather stay home. Um, and you've been dying to get out of the house and yeah, do something. I felt like it was a waste of time, waste of money, waste of everything. I didn't enjoy the movie. I thought, like you said, I thought there were a couple funny one-liners where I chuckled a little bit. But all of the... all hey, of the, what's, a, what's a chuckle? I'm just curious. A chuckle? Like what's, a, what's a chuckle? <laughs> that's, that's the best I did during the movie. That's the best the movie got me to do. You know what I mean? It was just kind of a little. <laughs> Meanwhile, Caleb and Micah were like dying. They, they, they so they enjoyed it. They really liked. They really it. liked it. Did, was mommy laughing? I didn't notice. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, no, I thought there was a lot of funny one-liners. Um, well, not a lot. I thought there were a few. I thought the whole, um, like foundation of the movie was terrible. I thought the story was terrible. I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, I hated all the characters except I, there was only one character that I actually liked, and it was the little girl, the little four year old or however old she was, the yes, little sister. Yes. That's the only oh, the, character yeah, yeah. I like. The one who sits at the at the war table to yeah to, to, to negotiate mediate to mediate. That's yes. the only character I liked. All of the characters, I I I didn't feel any connection to it all, and I felt like the the writers tried to have little, like, have connections between the characters. Like, the grandpa and the dad, had, how they had their thing going the whole time. Right. At the end of the movie, they finally made up, and it was, like, thing. That didn't feel it, yeah resolved at all. Like, that didn't feel good at all. I felt like they tried doing stuff, and it just did not work at all. Well, the one-liner from Rotten Tomatoes says, Fitfully funny, but mostly misguided. The mm-hmm. war with Grandpa um, will leave audiences with a handful of chuckles and a lot of questions about what this talented cast was thinking, and that's Oof. really what it was. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of big chuckles. names in it, but you're thinking, what? Y'all let me down, man. Yeah, I just, I, don't I know. oh my gosh, I got mad. Like, I honestly just wanted to walk out of the theater. I, mean, I was, I was purposefully trying to fall asleep in that theater, but for some reason, I just could not. Out of all the times I fall asleep in theater, that couldn't be one of them. 
I, it, ooh, the movie just annoyed the heck out of me. Yeah, it, it just the it kid, just, the main kid, it just wasn't great. Was so annoying. It wasn't great. The main kid was so annoying. <sighs> he 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 uh he broke the grandpa's jar full of the marbles. When he did that, that's when I was like, all right, kid, I'm done with you. I'm gonna need someone else to come and be the main character. You know what I mean? Right. Like the kid was just being so. And then the grandpa felt bad for him, and like everyone tried to make the little kid feel better. And I was like, what? No, y'all need to be punishing the little kid. That little kid was a brat. You know what I'm talking about, Padre? It's okay. Uh, it's okay. So what, what about, um, what about? Let's, let's skip down here. And, um, you know, Wonder Woman 1984, we're just going to skip on down here, um, is going to be releasing simultaneously both with on HBO Max and in theaters on December 25th. Now, this is assuming that theaters won't be shut back down due to COVID. Now, mm-hmm. we don't know what, what COVID is going to do this this winter this holiday season going into december and everything else i mean there's all these uh, you know predictions from speculation yes yeah, spe- thank you speculations you know from health officials and everything else right assuming that everything stays open um they're gonna do a simultaneous release which i actually think this is really really cool that they're doing this and i and i hope um especially right now with the pandemic going on and everything else i i wish that that studios would do this with everything mm. that they would offer this you know Day of release, um, um, box office or you know in home release. Yes, um, and I think this is cool, and I'm and I'm okay with them doing it with a paid streaming service. So like not Netflix or anything else, but somebody that you know you have like HBO or um, you know somebody like you know somebody big like that HBO, CBS, something that you've got to actually pay for. That's not mm-hmm. Netflix or Hulu or Amazon, something like that. I mean, like an actual studio. I'm completely fine, or Disney Plus. I'm completely fine with this, okay? Mm-hmm. Because it's day one release. Um, one thing that I'm not okay with is the fact that it's only going to be 1080p. If it's going to be day one release, give it to us in 4K. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, just that I do wish. And the now, first one's in 4K, right? Uh, well, if it's gonna, you're going to go see it in the theater, like on a big screen like Dolby, absolutely. Now, one of the things that is going to be cool is that if you're an HBO Max subscriber, it's going to be free. If you're not an HBO, HBO Max, right, it's gonna be free. Are we? Um, we're not, but Ooh. I mean, we can be for fifteen dollars a month, or we can do a free trial for a month and, and you know, watch the movie. Yeah, and then cancel or whatever. Nice. Else. Um, but this is actually really cool. But the question is, are this is gonna be a very big movie? The first Wonder Woman Ooh, was amazing. The second one looks so stinking good. I am good. so excited. Are we gonna be content watching this at home? Yes. You know how I feel about pausing movies. Yes. You know how I feel about the smallest interruption in a movie. Yes. Are we going to be content watching this brand new Wonder Woman at home versus at the theater? Um, in, Dolby, mean, in, in, in Dolby Atmos. I think it'd be super in cool if we did recliner. see it in theaters. But, I mean, I don't think it's essential. I think we can just kick Caleb and Mike out of the house for a couple hours while we watch it. Because the next... Oh, yeah, right, because they're going to want to watch it too. But the next question was... Um, I mean, COVID's a big deal. So, like, if even if COVID wasn't, I mean, if the theaters, rephrase, if the theaters, I'm trying to say, even if the theaters were not closed, we're not going on Christmas Day. The, oh, too much around right, right, right. else. So, would we watch it on HBO day of, or would mm-hmm. we like, no, we're going to hold our time, bide our time, and would we wait like a month later and go see it in theaters, like once everything kind of dies well, down a little bit? That's the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. You think we're going to wait a month before watching this movie? We've <laughs> well, both been I mean, so excited for this I movie. I know, I know. 
and again, I'm glad that they're doing day of you know streaming mm-hmm. rather than saying ah, we're going to postpone this movie six months. Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's what's been happening to a lot of films. Oh, been I know, like six months. I don't know. I feel like you know we're going to cave and we're going to we're going to stream. You know we are. Probably Wonder Woman's going to come out where we're like, yep, we're going to stream. Yeah, and on Christmas Day we normally don't even end up doing much. Like in the morning time, that's when we do more. Very relaxed, most, right. low key. And in the morning, that's when we are the most busy. That's when we're like doing Mommy's presents gonna get up and, and open presents. We're gonna be like, nope, we're, we're, we're streaming. <laughs> we're streaming Wonder Woman. Well, no, what I was gonna say is like during the morning is when we're busy. Like that's when we're doing presents and breakfast, and she always makes a big breakfast. But then the rest of the day, like we never really do anything. So I feel like and Madre enjoyed the last Wonder Woman. True. So I feel like that'd be a good thing. Like a fun thing that we could do i don't know i i don't care where we watch it i'm just super excited to watch it i've been super excited for this movie it is the first one um was like um oh never mind well well i was gonna say like my favorite dc um but then i remembered like the old not the old the um the three Batmans, um, Batman Begins and Rises and whatever they're called. Well, if you think about just the but new, the, but I was gonna say the, the new universe. universe right. This is definitely one of my f- the uh, the Wonder Woman, either Wonder Woman or Aquaman, um, is my favorite from the new DC universe. And some of y'all might be going, "What? You're comparing Aquaman to Wonder Woman?" And I understand why you're confused, but the reason for that is because I love Aquaman. I think that movie is super funny. Um, Wonder Woman, and I like a funny movie. Um, Wonder Woman wasn't as funny, and I'm not dissing it for that. I think Wonder Woman's great, but that's why I um, am comparing the two. But if it's not my favorite, which I think it is, then it's my second favorite. So I am very excited for the sequel, hoping it is as good as its prequel, because... DC has let us down multiple times. I think I, I have high expectations. The cast for this movie is fantastic. I think it's going to be an incredible film. Last thing I wanted to say on this is that um, there are other regions around the world that this movie is actually releasing on December 16th and not December 25th. And if you live in one of those countries around the world, you can actually stream this on HBO Max on December 16th. So what you're saying is we and, should and move you, to you one can, of those countries. You can see it nine days earlier. I'm saying we can use a VPN and watch this movie nine days earlier. VPN? Yes. Is that the same thing as moving? Uh, no, it's a virtual <laughs> private network, but we're not going into that. Anyway, we're just saying it's a possibility. Uh, let's right. move on. Let's talk about some games we've been playing. Okie dokie, Artichoke. There's been a lot we've been playing, and so we're not going to go deep into all of these. Well, we're just going to name some of them because um, we're going to talk about these both later in the show and then on future episodes. But mm. uh, t- Sniper Elite 4, such a great game. We're going to talk about that later and give a full review on that. We're actually uh, a couple weeks behind on that one, just with everything and moving again. Uh, we're behind on that one, but we are going to talk about that on tonight's show. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution Complete Edition launched on Nintendo Switch, uh, I think, two weeks ago. I'm a little foggy on the release date on that one, but we're going to talk about that one again on the show later on. Uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe also launched. Great game. Caleb's been playing that one like nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually beat the game. A really great game. And that, that one's rated E, 10 and up. That's a great family game, great multiplayer game. 
Um, I would definitely, if you're looking for a good family game to play this holiday season with the kids being out of school and whatnot, uh, that's a definitely one uh, I would say pick up. Great game to play together uh, with your family and kids and everything else. Uh, no More Heroes 1 uh, and 2 were released a few weeks ago. Great games. Uh, now, these are rated in for mature. Um, but, man, brought me right right back to my old Wii uh, days. Love the, love, love mm. both those games. Uh, I've already talked about both these games before, Disc Room and Ease Origin. Both those are rated T for Teen. Really fun games. Uh, we're going to be talking about those uh, on our next episode, I believe it is. Give you full reviews on both those games. A lot of fun. Um, Party Hard 2, Rock of Ages 3, both games, fun games. Um, I am bad at one of those, and then so-so on the other one. <laughs> some of these games I... Some of these games I'm great at, some of them I'm okay, and some of these games I just, I'm just, I just, I can't wrap my brain around it. I haven't played any of these games, so uh, well, I I'm, you're going to get some time in on them real on soon. You're going to get some time in them real soon, and then Abzu, I've talked about it before on the show. It's ready <laughs> E for everyone. Um, it reminds me a lot of Endless Ocean back on the Wii. If you ever played that, I'm going way back now oh. in the time frame, but um, man, I loved Endless Ocean back in the day. Um, you. You've played either you've either played Abzu or you watched me play it. I watched you play it. Yeah, it's a it's a very relaxing, peaceful game. The I art didn't style, understand the music. It. Oh, you need to play. It looked it. very boring. Uh, it's actually a lot of fun. And then Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. That's another really big uh, title that came out just was it last Friday, I think it was. Yeah, my, my weeks are merging. Yeah, something. Same. No, 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 no. I do the same thing every day since we're virtual. We just had the whole, <laughs> so we just had the whole week of Thanksgiving, right? Yes. That was last week. So, okay. So, it was a week ago this past Friday. Because it launched the... Mm. Yes, it was a week ago last Friday. So, it's been just over a week ago. Okay. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. So, what's cool about Hyrule Warriors, I'll just say this. We'll talk about it in more detail next week. But what's interesting about Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is that um, it's a Breath of, a, Breath of the Wild prequel so it's not actually made by nintendo this is a warriors game it's in the warrior style of mm-hmm. games um but it, they work closely with the breath of the wild team so it does tell a story that is a prequel game in the first i think it was the first four days that this game was out it had already cleared a million copies um it's already now become the best-selling warriors title of all the warrior games out there that is huge and so um that's game, huge for Nintendo. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not because Nintendo. Nintendo was so closely involved, it, I feel like that had a big part. It's huge for the team behind the Warriors games, and their name right now is, is the developer behind it. Is the name is just it's evading me right now. Um, it's huge for them um, because they make a lot of games. You think they're just called the Warriors? No, uh, <laughs> but it's it really is a good game. It's a fun game, and it's also a multiplayer game as well. And um, Really good, and you can tell they they worked with Nintendo because it's not just a Zelda themed Warriors game. They really, mm-hmm. they really, uh, the art style, the music. Yeah, they made the moves, one of those. All of this, they, they, they made. Yeah, they did a Hyrule Warriors back then that that brought in the different Zelda games before, but you could tell it was just a Zelda Warriors inspired Zelda exactly. skins and stuff. This truly is. It's, it is still a Warriors game, but it is a prequel. Zelda Breath right. of the Wild. It tells a, a different story, um, and the combat's like Breath of the Wild. It's the art just style like looks Breath of like the Wild, it. and 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 you're playing out the story. You're not just playing mm-hmm. very shallow missions. You're playing out an actual story, and you're and you see the same Hyrule map, which is really mm. cool at Breath of that the Wild. That part was cool. 
I mean, you're cooking. There's there's different things in it. So it's a it's a good game. And so if, if you've been on the fence, uh, go in the eShop, get off the fence, download a demo. Um, and, yeah, get off that and, fence. And, and the know? demo, I mean, the demo gives you a good flavor for the game. So definitely check that one out as well. So it's a fun game. Definitely worth checking out. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Sniper Elite 4. We were gracious enough to get a, a um, review code provided to us. So thank you very much for that. And I do want to talk about Sniper Elite 4. So this is a unique game. And here's, here's what I want to say about that. This game originally launched in February of 2017. And it came out for the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and on PC via Steam. So the game's three years, almost four years old. Because it launched in November of this year for Nintendo Switch and Stadia. You don't hear much about Stadia anymore. Well, that's the Google one, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, yeah it's still out there, you know. I don't, I, I don't know what their install base is. I haven't heard any numbers, but yeah, it's still out there. It, it's developed and published by Rebellion. And um, I'm going to get this right off the bat. Uh, this game, we're giving it a high 8 out, out of 10. Um, this is a really great game. Um, really great game. Um, it's just shy of a 9. I just it, The only reason I'm not giving it a 9 is because it, very few games I give a 9 is, you know, calling it amazing but it's a great game very very if we gave games points which we don't it'd be like an eight point <laughs> you seven, always say that eight. i know we should just give them points <laughs> i don't i don't want to get caught up in the whole point system because then i would agonize over what was it 8.5 or was it an 8.7 was mm-hmm. it an 8.7 or 8.4 no it's a high eight this is a high eight um and one of the reasons it is is that this game looks very very good um it's one of the best ports um, that I've seen on the Switch. It plays extremely well, both handheld and docked. A lot of times, when you see a port coming um, to the Switch from one of the other, you know, uh, one of the other consoles, when you play in docked mode, it can look as pretty as one of the other consoles. But almost always, when you bring it down to handheld mode, it 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 instantly either looks worse and or definitely plays worse. This game looks incredible, both handheld and docked, and it plays incredible, both handheld and docked. You that don't is see, impressive. You don't see frame rate drops. You don't nope. see um, you don't see anything drop down. I mean, it still looks almost as polished as the other versions. It looks incredible. So let me just read off some of this, uh, the things I just pulled directly from their website, and then I'm going to comment on my personal experience with some of these as well. So this is just from their own website right here. It says, Discover unrivaled sniping freedom in the largest and most advanced World War II shooter ever built. Experience tactical third-person combat, gameplay, choice, and epic long shots across gigantic levels as you liberate wartime Italy from the uh, grip of fascism. So here's what's cool about this. And when it says experience tactical third-person combat, so it is a third-person perspective in the game. And when it says... um, Epic long shots across gigantic levels as you liberate wartime Italy. Okay, the levels are huge. And what's unique about this game is that even though um, it's a sniper slash stealth game, when you think of these, and the levels are big, like the levels are big, it balances that out really well. Like we've talked about games on the show before where the it, it feels open world and they feel big, and it's actually to their detriment where they feel too big. This game doesn't ever feel too big, and a lot, and, and you can almost say, well, if the game feels too, you know, big and open world, but it's sniper and it's stealth, that can actually hamper it. Um, the Hitman series from, I don't know what the last Hitman game is. They were pumping them out on a regular basis years years ago, 
Um, and those games were never very large because you walked around slow, so you wouldn't want a large game. If you did, then you would feel like you were walking around for hours just to get your objectives. These games are, or Sniper Elite 4 is a big game, but it never feels slow. Um, you're getting to your objectives quickly. And you, your objective might be 400 yards away, but you can snipe across long distances. Or you can snipe, maybe not to your target, but you're sniping um, a ledge above your target. You're, 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 you're attacking a, a barrel of gasoline to explode an, either right next to your target or an object next to your target that's causing an avalanche above your target, if that makes sense. And so you're, you're constantly in this big world, but it never feels slow. You're affecting the environment. So it's it just, they strike and that perfect balance. And using the environment balance. to your advantage. You're, exactly. You're, you're striking that perfect balance. And you can stay on a ledge or a clock tower or in a church or whatever at one part of the map and effectively be, you know, within arm's reach because of your, your rifle and cover two-thirds of the map. And then, and then have to adjust, maybe go to another building and then cover the rest of the map because your field of view is, is so long. It's so huge. It's just, mm-hmm. it's incredible. And then you have like a skill tree basically that you're leveling up as well that you can further advance what you're doing. I mean, it's just, it's a very good game. Um, it says discover, um, where are we at here? Oh, I'm sorry. Sniper Elite 4 transports uh, players across the beautiful Italian peninsula from sun-drenched Mediterranean coastal towns to ancient forests, mountain valleys, and colossal Nazis' megastructures. The game's gorgeous. It's not... Um, I'm trying to think of a game... Okay, Sniper Elite 3. I That's... Sniper Elite 2, I played, a little, I played a little bit of it, and then I moved on. Sniper Elite 3, um, I enjoyed it, but the, the terrain um, on some levels felt very sparse. Um, and... I'm I'm trying to think how else I would describe it other than sparse. Um, it'd be kind of a, like a desert-like level, but it, but even though you think it's not meant to be a desert, it still felt very empty. Like there'd be a a, a mm-hmm. few trees in the distance. Um, it just it felt kind of empty, almost like a sand. You know that the term a sandbox level, meaning you can just do whatever you want, you can build however you want in that level right. without like mission confinements or anything else. Right. Um, now take that just that term sandbox level and strip the meaning away and just think of the words sandbox. <laughs> That's what the level felt like. Some of the l- levels in Sniper Elite 3 felt kind of like sandbox levels where they just they felt like a sandbox, like they were just empty, and they just plopped a few trees down. Not all of it. I mean, Sniper Elite 3 was a good game. Every game, I felt like they get better and better, mm-hmm. and I felt like that in, in the third one. In the fourth one, I never really experienced that in any of the levels. It felt like a good... I mean, all through the levels, yeah. it felt hand tailored i watched you play it a little bit and it looked um it looked it looked really big but like you said you it didn't feel big it was like you were constantly moving you were constantly you know climbing up a wall or ducking under a thingy or running through a thingy to shoot some guy or like going up a tower it looked um very Cool and interactive and everything. Each level um, really felt like a, a hand, uh, like a hand drawn piece of artwork. Um, now, th- this comparison I'm about to give is in no way a uh, like a like a neg- negativity at all. Um, the, the Sniper Elite Four, in in many ways, reminded me of the old Commando games. Um, 
which in, in one, and I don't mean that in a negative way, because those are old, old, you know, graphically, you know, um, um, not superior, uh, inferior games. Um, <laughs> but what I mean by that is those commando games were, for their time, extremely detailed games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. And there's a vibe in those commando, and I love those commando games. Uh, Sniper Elite 4, there was something about it that that brought back the nostalgia of the commando games that instantly hooked me. I was like, I like these games, or I like this game, running the commando games. And every level, there was something about it that just felt very, it's almost like they brought each level and brought it to a different artist, or you know, or brought a few levels to each artist and said, make them your own. And just felt very detailed, really enjoyed it. Um, here's some bullet points again from their website. Uh, very expansive campaign. Encounter hours of gripping gameplay in huge campaign levels with hundreds of enemies, vehicles, high-ranking Nazi uh, officers to hunt down, forge your own paths uh, to your objectives, uncover new sniper nests, find secret side missions, collectibles, and more. And there's a lot here. I did not uncover everything. There's there there's you you could literally go you could go through the campaign. Um, not, not even quickly, but you can go through the campaign um, at a quicker pace if you wanted to or really take your time and slow and, and 100% this game and take a long time to go through it or go back and replay the missions and go out and find all the collectibles, which gives this game a very high replay value. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, award-winning uh, sniping experience, genre-defining Rifle ballistics where snipers must take into account of wind, gravity, and even heart rate to land satisfying shots over hundreds of meters. It's one of those games to where you can hold your breath or you know, or basically slow, uh, slow your pulse down because everything matters. The wind, the gravity, everything. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Award uh, uh, extensive arsenal. Adapts seamlessly to any combat situation with an impressive array of iconic world uh, World War II sniper rifles, pistols, submachine guns, heavy weapons, traps, grenades, and explosives. One thing that's unique about Sniper Elite 4, um, rather than the previous three games, is that you can go into this game, not in every situation, but a lot of the situations, and either do sniper stealth, or in some of the situations, if you are skilled enough, and if you have the right, you know, you have to have the right ammunitions and the right kind of guns and everything else, but you can go into some situations and say, you know what, on this particular level, I'm going to put the gun, the sniper stuff down, and I'm going to go in, I'm just going to go guns blazing and just run into the camp and just kill everyone if I want to. Nice. You, you can't on every level, but you can on some. And again, I feel like they, they kind of nailed the formula where they give you that option, which is nice because on some games that are... Um, Stealth only, like uh, the uh, the old Tom Clancy games, and you've never played any of those, but the old Tom Clancy Rainbow Six games. Um, if you're my generation, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a mom and dad listening to the show, you know what I'm talking about. Those games were always just stealth. And um, if you know what I'm talking about and you're listening, you might be going, yes, you know, because you either love them or you're saying yes because you're thinking, I hate those games <laughs> because it was always like the long stealth games. It's annoying. This game gives you those breaks to where you're like, you know what, forget that. I'm going to go in here. I'm just going to, you know, go kick butt and I'm just going to mow down this town. And you can do that sometimes if you got the right gear and, and everything else. It's a lot of fun. I'm not sure if they designed it per se, but I think they threw that in there to saying, you know what, have some fun. You know, go Rambo-ish. You Why know? not? Put sniper rifle down and, and be Rambo for a little bit. 
Um, deep comp, uh, customization. Hone your combat effectiveness by upgrading skills and tweaking key weapon traits such as scope magnification, muzzle velocity, stability. Create and edit custom loadouts for any encounter. Again, you can really customize your guy and, and, and tweak him to your playstyle. Really like it. Um, and then, I mean, one of the things that's that's uh, a trademark for this game outside of any other sniper game that that's out there is their acclaimed X-ray kill cam. And that's what, Jay, that's the thing that you saw and you're like... Yeah. gross but, I hate that but i'm part. like oh it's if, if, if you've never seen it the first time you might be like what and this is what gives the game it's in it's immature rating okay so mom dad if you listen to the show um and the killing people well yeah that too <laughs> but this is what gives it and so right. this is where let me just read it and then i give it a little bit if it does, if you have any ideas, I can give it a better description right here. So, Sniper Elite's acclaimed X-ray kill camera returns with all new visuals and features, now framing your most impressive melee attacks and explosive trap kills in bone-cracking <laughs> detail. So, basically, when you get that perfect snipe shot, you know what I'm saying, um, and it might be <laughs> like, like you perfectly get an organ or perfectly get the heart or perfectly get like the back spine or whatever else, uh, right, as you, right as you shoot it, now the camera is like on the back of that bullet or right behind that bullet and it's traveling at, the, at your target and then right as it gets ready to enter okay i gotta be careful because <laughs> i forgot we had kids listening I'll, I'll leave it at this right as it gets ready to enter the target now you're seeing is x-ray but not just black and white but in full 3d color mm-hmm. and i'll leave it at that and then you know if you're interested you can go google or you know, <laughs> youtube or whatever else but um i'm leaving it at that but it they it, it's the best yet, and it looks it. The game does a great job, and it looks great for what the game does. The game is rated M for mature. It looks great. I'm just it just it just does it just does for what it is. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, tactical co-op. You can play the entire. And this is really cool right here. You can play the entire campaign online with another player, or jump into a dedicated co-op uh, game modes for up to four players on pc xbox ps4 or nintendo switch i did not get a chance to try out the, the multiplayer but you can do that um and i think that's so cool and you can also take on uh sharpshooting into a unique competitive play for up to 12 players again on pc xbox one ps4 and up to eight players online for nintendo switch and so i haven't chance to, i haven't had a chance to play anything with the online multiplayer yet um, but I am actually looking forward to doing that. The Nintendo Switch version, uh, to send this all, all up here, uh, includes specific uh, things dedicated to the console, which includes motion aiming, which uh, actually I enjoyed the motion aiming in, in handheld mode. I don't like it with the... Actually, I'm not sure you can do it with the um, Pro Controller. I, I assume that you can because most games that support motion control, you can do it with that as well. Um, but in handheld mode, it's it's legit because you can get kind of like in Breath of the Wild, you can get that fine tuning mm-hmm. with the bow. But it does motion control, HD rumble, pro controller support, and then also local wireless play, which is great. Getting up to eight players right there, it's really really cool. Mm. So in short, I just want to say this: Sniper Elite Four is a satisfying World War II shooter that sets itself apart as an excellent sniper stealth game, while also accomplishing the difficult task of feeling well paced and never slow. Additionally, with Sniper Elite 4, Rebellion has brought us one of the best-looking and best-performing ports to the Nintendo Switch to date. It's an excellent game. It's an incredible game. I did not give you all the price. I forgot about that right now. Let me 
pull that back up here. It's $39.99 on the Nintendo Switch. Oh. Um, it, it's on sale all the time on other consoles because, again, the game is um, three years old, almost four years old. But being that it's an excellent, and I mean an excellent port um, on the Nintendo Switch, um, very high eight, you know, almost a nine out of ten, and a, a, a very great game to play. If, you, if you're if you a, a really big sniper stealth type of fan, um, I would say this is probably close to a, like a, an amazing nine for you. Um, it's totally worth picking up. You need, you just if you're looking for a game, it's a forty dollar game. To me, this game would easily carry the premium price of a $60 game. This is an excellent game um, from an indie developer. You would, In playing it, you would not think this is an indie developer. Being that it's a port and the way that they ported it over, they're doing a better job than what uh, I would say the majority of AAA developers are porting their own games over. So definitely check it out. Great game. Again, that's Sniper Elite 4. We'll put links to it in the show notes, so be sure to check that one out. All right. Um... Let's move on to our next step. Show. Were you about to say something? It looks like you're about to say something here. Um, no, I just wanted to comment a little bit. Um, I think it looks fun, too. Um, I, I haven't played it. I watched you play it a little bit. Um, I don't think I would enjoy it very much. One, because of the x-ray. That stuff was disturbing to me. You can turn that down. I don't know how much you can turn it down, but you can you can turn that down. And two, because of just the game style, um, I got a game called what's it called? The one where you're like that shadow guy, Origami. Oh, I got I Origami. Origami. That game is very fun, Shut, yeah. but I could only play it a little bit at a time before I started getting very frustrated and annoying because it's also a very stealth game. Um, so I feel like since this is a forty dollar game. Um, I myself at least would want to be sure that I want to play it. Um, I wouldn't because these games have lots of hype around them. So I would just be careful and not give into the hype until you think you go actually wa- go, want go to. Go watch, you know, get on YouTube, watch some playthroughs of this game. Well, and I that mean, would tell you real fast. I'd probably if, enjoy if watching someone play it, but I probably would get very annoyed playing it myself, like I do with Origami Shadow Edition. Yeah, no. What I'm saying is, uh, get online, watch some people playing it. That would tell you real fast if it's your type of game or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it is a lot of fun. So definitely be checking. And it that does out. look really good, like you mentioned. No, it, it, it really, <laughs> it really, it is. looks very good. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. All right, let's move on now to our next segment. I'm looking at Jaden and waiting for him to either like start crying or break into song himself. 
Welcome, everyone, to Jurassic Park. Yay. One of the two. Like you're either gonna break Whoa. you're either gonna break into a song or you're gonna cry. One of the two. Yes. <laughs> One of the two. Song always gets me. It's a oh, very, very good soundtrack. It's so good. It's so stinking good. Um some of so y'all might good. not appreciate it as much as we do. Some of y'all might enjoy it just as much as we do. Um Okay, so real fast, real fast. I just wanted it because I was I was pretty confident, but I want to make sure of this real fast. So real fast, just because I really like Sniper Elite Four and I always want to make sure of this. And I thought <sighs> you're gonna you have could. to replay the song. No, no, now. no, no, no I'm not gonna replay the song. <laughs> okay, you and I thought you could buy it. I didn't want to say it on the stream too, I knew for sure. So yes, I'm looking at my switch right now. You can turn off the x-ray kills. That's what it's called. It's called a kill cam. You can turn off the x-ray kills. Mm. So you can still have the wonderful experience without having the x-ray kills and that Right away, takes that off. So, boom. That's if that's your only deterrent. You can turn that off and then be fine. And then you can have a great game without that one element. So, definitely worth picking up. Just go buy the game. It's a great game. It's it's a good game. Anyway, okay. Let's talk about Jurassic Park. So again, Jaden watched the films. Uh, I'm going to give some quick specs about specs. Some quick info about these films, and then we're going to talk about them. After I put my switch down over there. Okay. So the first Jurassic Park, and I didn't realize this because um, I feel old when I start going back and watching some of these. Because I remember watching the first Jurassic Park. We had a house fire growing up in 1995 and lost literally everything except for the clothes on our back and um, the two cars my parents drove. My mom's car and my dad's truck. Outside of their two vehicles, we lost literally everything I mean, quite literally, except for the, cl- you hear the expression, except for the clothes in our back. Everything was lost. And so, um, I mean, I even remember the jeans and the shoes and the uh, T-shirt I had. It was a purple shirt with white stripes. Like, I, because I, because Not I, a bad shirt. Because I, because I kept it. Left, well, it had holes in it and it had paint on it because it was a work day and it was a work day shirt. So, <laughs> there was that. <laughs> there was that. Um, but uh, I was, uh, let's see, 93. So I was 11 years old when this movie came out, so I was I was young. The movie came, uh, the first Jurassic Park came out in 1993. I was I was born in 82. I was 11 years old. Wow. Yeah, I was just a little I was a little punk of a kid. I was 11 mm-hmm. years old. I was not allowed to watch this movie when it came to theaters, but I was allowed to watch it when it came out to VHS. I remember begging our parents to allow us to watch it. Um, let's see, the house burned down in 95, and we watched it in the in the original house, so um, that means we watched it before we were 13. Mm-hmm. So we begged and begged and begged, and our parents allowed, allowed us to watch it. So, bam, got that in. That was nice. That means that, you know, that they, so the whole thing you get upset about, about you know, we, we let you watch movies at a certain age, and then we, you know, lessen with, with Caleb, let him watch Dramatically lessen? Yeah. Same thing with me and uh, Uncle Matt, you know. You and Uncle Matt, y'all are like less than a year apart. More, 15 months. Okay, more than a year apart. Anywho, barely. all right. So for the first Jurassic Park came out in 1993. All the movies moving forward, there's five movies out. Uh, they're all rated PG-13. Um, the first one came out in 1993. It was a huge, huge success. Uh, critics and viewers alike on Rotten Tomatoes gave it a great rating of 91% equally across the board. Great movie. Um, and then from there, they tend to go downhill, as most movies do. Rarely Man. do sequels uh, maintain a high rating. Except for Toy Story. Except for Toy Story. Toy Story stays at 100 constantly. Uh, 
Good for them. Great for them. Um, and, and then there's other films that you know keep either high ratings or fairly high ratings. Um, I mean, even like the Star Wars franchise, they stay pretty high. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if they take a dip, they stay Marvel pretty movies. high. Marvel movies? Marvels, things like that well, as well. Well, Marvel movies are all good. Marvel's, so. made, Marvel's made with Marvel's magic. Marvel's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, Marvel's made with magic. And so, um, but, j- but again, so just looking at the years, so uh, Jurassic Park came out in 1993. Uh, the Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, came out uh, four years later in 97. And then four years later after that comes Jurassic Park uh, 3 in 2001. And then you have got a big gap from 2001 to 2015, and you have the next series coming out of Jurassic World in yeah. 2015. And then um, uh, three years later, you've got Fallen Kingdom, which is the second one of Jurassic World 2 in 2018. And then you have a, what is that, a four-year gap? Mm-hmm. A four-year gap uh, coming out in 2022 projected to be Jurassic World Dominion. Dominion. Now, here's the thing. Just Ooh. like in the so the first ones, you have Jurassic Park that came out um, with a 91% rating, okay? Yep. Critics and viewers alike. Jurassic Park, um, The Lost World, so we'll just call it the second one. So the first one came out with 91% rating. The second one came out with a 53, uh, 51% rating. So it dropped considerably. Yeah. And, then the se- and then the third one came out with a... 49% critic, 36% viewer rating. So I'm just curious, how did how, this was your first experience? I've seen all of these multiple, multiple, multiple times. Right. I mean, growing up as, I, I don't know what Iconic kid, movies. I don't, exactly. I mean, and I don't know what kid grows up not loving dinosaurs. Yeah, right? I mean, dinosaurs I are awesome. I mean, I, I mean, seriously, it doesn't matter, at least to me, I don't know what, again, I don't know what kid. These are dinosaurs. Right? Everyone likes I mean, dinosaurs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I guess I can see a phase where some kids can grow up not loving spaceships. Hate spaceships. Um, like, no, you don't. NASA and stuff. That stuff is so boring. Boy, I'm gonna come over this table. I'm gonna slap no, that. You. I get tired of that stuff. Now, if it's dinosaurs on a spaceship, dinosaurs on a spaceship. That stuff's pretty cool. <laughs> Especially if the doctor is involved. Yeah, that was a Doctor Who reference for anyone who didn't get Doctor it. Who season. Eight, seven, eight, seven. Because he's season six, seven, and eight. Yeah, season seven. Seven part was the first half of season seven. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, because season seven. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Jurassic Park time. Um. So I mean, any I don't know a kid who doesn't love dinosaurs, and so growing up for me, I mean, I was eleven years old when this movie came out. The first one, I mean, it was like. I mean, even to this day, like the first one, and even though it's more animatronics and CGI. Which for me, again, you know, going back to Star Wars, how much I love animatronics mm-hmm. versus CGI. Um, the third one is heavy CGI, mm-hmm. even with animatronics. And the second one, again, more CGI than animatronics. Um, the, the T-Rex in the first one, by far, is way scarier to me than anything in the second or third, still. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that just that one scene with the two Jeeps, with the rain oh, and everything yeah. else in the first one. That scene, <laughs> and he eats the guy from the porta potty. Yeah, yeah. That that scene is just you know. Mm. So, um, how do you? How would you rate these? Do you agree with these oh, ratings? Like yeah, that? for sure. Yeah. Um, Jurassic World, the first or Jurassic World, Jurassic, the first Jurassic Park is easily my favorite out Oops. of the three Jurassic Parks. Um, the second and third bow down to the first one. <laughs> the first one was so much better. The story had. Well, it had a story. It, it had a story. Yeah. Ooh, don't even get me started on 
the second and third, it felt like there wasn't even a story. Like, they weren't even in the park anymore. They were on just, they were just on some island that had dinosaurs on it. And what was it, the third one, where they were literally just there to help these people find their, or it, they weren't the second, there to the help The second them. one, they were there to find their son. That was literally. To rescue their son. And uh, what's his name? Um, Dr. Malcolm. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know that they were trying to find the son. It was some other thing. And then they told him, oh, we're actually here to find our son. And that was the rest of the movie. Right. Like they were just looking for the. And I was like, that's so insignificant. No, 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 no. We're getting all mixed up. The second one, they were, second one, um, uh, Hammond was trying to get them to oh, go over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to for the site, mm-hmm. right? They're trying to and move them. So, and he was like, I'm not going. You're crazy. I'm not going for the second team. You're crazy. He's like, well, the team's already there. He's like, well, I'm not going. I'm not going. And he's like, well, I've already sent your girlfriend over there. And he's like, okay, well, this is no longer a team to catalog mm-hmm. the dinosaurs. This is a rescue mission. It's now a rescue mission. And I'm going over to get my girlfriend back. Type of a thing. Right, which, that's better than the third one. Was, and the third one's where they get um, Dr. The Grant to go over there. With the Kirby family. And, and they were going to pay him all this money to, to fund and his expedition. To, to give them a tour of the island from the air. And they were going to stay in the air in an airplane. And then it was to rescue their son. That. Right. I don't know. Right. I, I loved so, the first one. Okay, so here, so here's my question for you now. So. We're talking about a movie that came out in 1993. Yeah. Okay, now I can't do the math in my head right now. I'm tired. So that, that, how many years ago? That was... 27. 20, well, how'd you do... Well, we're in 2020. Okay. Whatever. Minus 20, minus okay. 7. My head hurts, so whatever. 20 plus 7. Okay, how many years ago? 27. Okay, 27 years ago. So for you, I mean, quite literally, um, you're, I mean, you're only 15. Yeah. And so your knowledge of movies, um, you've... Let's say it's only been in the last 10 years. And so only two thirds of your life has really been around big movies. And if we're, if you're looking at it even less than that, you've only been 15, you know, let's say five of your years have been even in teenage years and not even a whole five, because that makes it, you know, 10 and up. Mm-hmm. Have you been allowed to watch, you know, bigger movies? So only a third of your years have been around larger movies like Marvel and everything else. Cause those first 10 years don't count. Does that make What's sense? What's your question? Does that make sense? I think so, so. Only three to five years. Have you watched bigger movies like big Marvel and everything else? So in the last okay. three to five years, you've watched these bigger movies. How mm-hmm. does a movie that's 27 years old hold up to movies like movies we've watched today? Um, I think it holds up great. I, the um, stiff animatronics of the T Rex, because that that wasn't CGI. That was those mm-hmm. were that was a robot. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of what's in that film are actual animatronics. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's so cool to me. And I think I told you uh, back then I watched a lot of behind the scenes and some of the makings that Spielberg produced and everything else back then. They you know with all the rain they actually had to. Uh, there were times where the T Rex actually lopsided, and they had to have to shut the water off and actually dry him out. <laughs> that, that's so cool to me. The scene where uh, he breaks through the the glass of the jeep, and the kids mm. are holding it up and everything else. I mean, if you watch that slowly and just pay attention, like they turn, it's kind of funny. If you turn that whole long scene off, where you know when he begins his attack to the end of the attack, and the jeep gets pushed over to the side and he roars, turn the sound off and just watch. It loses all its magic, mm-hmm. and you and you see all the imperfections. You see how fake the T Rex looks because it's not CGI; it's just mm-hmm. animatronics. You see how fake he looks because his eye looks dead. 
mm-hmm. and you see the mouth opening and shutting like mm-hmm. real staggeredly and you see him like not clawing or he does and it's real staggered or his, right. his arms are just dead as his mouth's doing this type of thing on mm-hmm. the glass and it looks really fake looking mm-hmm. when you take out all the sound effects and you just mute it it's just it's it's crazy how much you know audio plays a piece into it right. so but anyway i'm just curious how did that movie stack up to things of nowadays um i thought it i thought it was great i think yeah i thought it held up fine um i thought it was like scary lots of old movies that try to be like scary that were scary then mm-hmm. are like just kind of stupid now <laughs> okay that's fair, but well, that's fair. I, but I thought it was it still kept its its scary thing. You know what I mean? Um, I felt like there was still like really tense moments, or and and like when she walks into the what's her name? What's the girl's name? Um, I can't remember Rance's right now, but yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. Whenever she's like going to the power thingy, and then the raptor's there with, and then the arm the falls arm. on her shoulder. Like that that scene creeped me out. I was like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought there was still, you know, those scary moments. I thought it was funny still. Um, yeah, I thought, I, I think it, and the story was really good. And, you know, they're in the park and they're seeing the dinosaurs and it looks oh. super cool. And another thing, you mentioned how there's lots of animatronics. I think it'd be super cool to be one of those actors. I, I bet they had the best time making those movies, having like the animatronics there and like, because cause they're, they're acting, you know, because they're actors, they're acting like they're real dinosaurs, and they're right, acting right. With, with real dinosaurs. And so having the animatronics, I bet it was super cool. I mean, there's a lot of CGI in that film as well. I mean, right. you look at the the, you know, the brachiosauruses and everything else. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. remember uh, which dinosaur it is, but, you know, the ones where they're, there's a lot of them, and they're, and, they're, and they're running as a flock. You know, they're all coming in. It's like, oh, look at like a flock of birds. The, and yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And then T-Rox comes through and bites <laughs> them all. Yeah. Um, again, when you look at the the making, the behind the scenes, there's a few that are animatronics running, and then they multiply, they copy, multiply them with CGI, mm-hmm. and then they make they fill in the rest and everything else. So again, it's just so cool. Um, yeah, no, the first one is great. The st- it has got it has a strong story. Mm-hmm. Um, the park looks great. They show mm-hmm. you just enough dinosaurs, but not too many. Uh, they show you enough that 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 you want to see, and they give you a little bit, and uh, they give you just enough that you want to see, but they also give you enough that you, that you can touch and feel, and they give you a personal element to it. You know, with the like when they're in the trees with the you know, brachiosaurus and everything else, mm-hmm. they give you enough to get terrified of with mm-hmm. the T Rex and the raptors and just different ooh, things. And the, ooh, and, and the, the Dilophosaurus. The Dilophosaurus with the mm-hmm. what's his name? With Nerdy. Newman. <laughs> Who is Nerdy? I was playing the Jurassic World game today. And nerdy? Nerdy. It was something nerdy, and it sounded like the guy from the movie who... There's Newman. Newman. Maybe it said Newman. Newman I was just, the big guy who was ma- stealing yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. embryos. Maybe it said Newman, and for some reason I thought it said nerdy. Yeah, no, that's Newman with the glasses. I don't, and yeah, 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 Newman. Uh, uh, the, yeah. Say the magic word. That guy was weird. I didn't like yeah. him. But uh, yeah, the Dilo in the car with him, that was scary too. Yeah. Um, And I've... Y'all know this on the sh- who's whoever's listening. Y'all know this. I love Ark, Ark Survival Evolved, yeah. and that's all about dinosaurs. So there'd be a moment in the movie when a dinosaur came up, come up, I'd be like, "Man, those dinosaurs suck." I've <laughs> seen those so many times in Ark. I hate those, and they act about the same way in Jurassic World movie, Jurassic Park movies, yeah. as they did in Ark. So that I I I I um, what's the word? 
I don't know. I felt the I felt the characters in that movie. So all in all, just a very good movie. Great movie. I loved it. Yep. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there there is something about, and and, and I want to move on to the next movies, but there's something about um, each film and how it ends that either wraps it up nicely or leaves or it. And I'm like, oh, why did you have to do that? Like the second the one. The <laughs> first one, like all of them, the first one ends and they're flying away on a helicopter and you see flamingos flying. Or not flamingos. Is it flamingos? Flamingos. Not flamingos. That'd be stupid flamingos. It's just, <laughs> just regular birds flying. <laughs> flamingos. I don't know why I said flamingos. Not flamingos. Okay. Storks? Maybe, it's something. I don't know. But there's some birds flying. There's some flamingos flying by. <laughs> <laughs> What's anyway, that? It's a. It's an ostrich. No, there was just know, some. Maybe. There was. Uh, was a. There was some, some big bird. I don't know. Some, there's a bird flying by. There's some birds flying, and they're <laughs> flying into like to the sunset or something. Mm-hmm. But it, to me, though, it was the perfect scene because you mm-hmm. come from this island where all these prehistoric animals were basically raised to life. And now they're leaving that island behind, and they're going back to the world. And as they're go- flying off to the sunset, you see back our own world mm-hmm. coming back. And it's like that has been left behind. And now, as it's all being left and dying away, now our world's back. And it just it symbolized it. And I really mm-hmm. like that. And it's very calming too. Very calming. The whole movie is very tense and upbeat, and, and it brings a peace to it. Right. And as they're flying okay. off, and you see the birds, it's very. And peaceful it's like if they bring a second movie, that's okay and satisfactory. But it's ending on this note that it needs to end on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you bring the second film. Okay. And I think you know they they they, they leave out the you know. Uh, uh, and I, again, I'm terrible with names, Doctor characters' Grant. names. I'm terrible with characters' names and actors' names. But yes, they they leave out Doctor Grant and Doctor whatever, whatever her name, her name is. is. For some reason, I'm thinking Rachel, but I don't think it's Rachel. No, it's not Rachel. I don't know why I'm. Thinking but they Rachel. leave out the doctors and everything else, uh, and they bring right. in Ian Malcolm. Right? They bring mm-hmm. him back, uh, which uh, I'm Jeff glad. Goldblum, which Jeff I Goldblum. really like him. Man, He's I funny. love his one-liners. Mm-hmm. They bring <laughs> they bring him in, and um, it has a story, but not in my opinion a very not good story. Time. Uh, but again, I'm he, I'm not really here for the story as much as I am for the dinosaurs. Um, the dinosaurs mm. in this movie are cool because they bring in more dinosaurs. I see Stegosaurus for the first time, and growing up as a kid, my favorite dinosaur is was the Stegosaurus. Love Stegosauruses. Um, so it was really cool to see them. However, they start leaning heavy into CGI, which I understand. This is new you know, technology. This, this is yeah. This is right around 1997. So this is you know. Mid nineties, they're beginning to lean heavy into CGI. I get it. Um, I, it's okay. You begin to see it, and this is back then. It was really, really cool. Where we are now, though, mm-hmm. this is old CGI, and you're like, man, that's CGI. You suck. <laughs> kind of, yeah, right. kind of. Um, the story isn't great, and where the story is good, you're like, okay, that that was good storytelling, and. I told you, I was like, there's something going to happen in this movie, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it. And then right when it happened, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to say it because it just happened. Mm-hmm. But halfway through the film, the people are making so many stupid decisions. I'm thinking, the people can't be this dumb. They they, they, they can't be this mm-hmm. dumb. And if they're going to be this dumb, I'm going to call them out on it. And I told you, uh, in 19, let's see, 1997, I saw this this movie in the theaters, okay? Mm-hmm. I went and saw this in the theater. And so uh, 
I remember sitting in the movie theater. I it was I, I remember the theater was at as well. Like I I remember where I was at, and I remember sitting there and laughing. And halfway through the film, I'm rooting for the dinosaurs. Yeah, step on that guy. And so when they're showing <laughs> the T Rex running through the mud, and it's raining, mm-hmm. and they're running, and this one T Rex is chasing all the people, and they're all running through the mud. And you see him stepping on the guy, and he's like. Ah! And the T Rex is running, and then the T Rex like, picks you up. You had it coming. And the T Rex, I'm like, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, clapping. And the T Rex is running, and he picks up his foot again. And the guy's like, Bleh! and he's still yelling because it's stuck to the bottom of the guy's oh, foot yeah. like gum. I was like, I was, I laughed. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was cheering for the T Rex because the people were stupid. Yeah, um, probably said stupid too many times on the podcast. All the kids listening. Yeah, I'm sorry, Maybe. bad on me. But I'm like, you know, I'm like, the people were just the dumb. people were not. Making the wisest decisions. The especially, dinosaurs needed to win yeah, in that movie. Um, especially when they had Dr. Grant, or Dr. Grant, um, Dr. Malcolm with them. And he was, him being the expert, he was telling them what to do, what not to do. Him having already experienced the dinosaurs, telling them what to do, oh my what not to do. And they completely blew him off, like, every single time. Well, that's what the other thing was. They had big game hunters that were experts already there, and that's fine. But they didn't have anybody there who ex- had experienced actual dinosaurs no. other than him. A big so, game di- hunter will hunt like, you know, lions, lions and buffaloes and stuff like that. Not eighty ton dinosaurs. <laughs> like what? I don't know. Anywho, okay. So the ratings that it received were fifty three percent from critics, fifty one percent from the viewer audience. Uh, would you say you agree? Right about the same. Um. That it was like you're about fifty eh, percent for you. I'd probably you give it, a it like higher? a sixty. Okay. Um. Yeah. Are we not mentioning the ending part? How they released a T Rex in L A. or whatever it was. Well, I just want to know what your overall rating was of this first. Um, I think I'd give it about a sixty. Okay. While I didn't enjoy the story, um, what there was of it, um, and I feel like they like. You said it a second ago. Um, you weren't here for the story. You were here for the dinosaurs. I feel like that's fine. But I feel like the people who are making the movie shouldn't have thought that at all. That the the watchers, the viewers, can be like, oh, I'm just here for the dinosaurs. But I feel like the people who are making the movie should have put as much effort into the story and character development and everything else as they did in the dinosaurs. So let's you talk, know what I mean? Right. So let's talk real briefly, because we are running short on time. Let's talk mm-hmm. real briefly here about the ending, because I would have given this movie a higher rating. Like, I probably would have given this movie um, probably closer to, um, like, 65% mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the ending. Mm-hmm. If they would have ended it at the island and all barely escaped mm-hmm. and been like, we barely made it out with our lives... Leave everything. I would have been fine. Bringing the dinosaur to what city? I don't remember. Was it California? For some reason, California is in my head. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's where they... Mm -hmm. California was in my head. It was some big city. For some reason, it was California. That's where they were going to... You know, because that's where Hammond was building building his, you know, his um, amphitheater and all Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and everything else. Okay. Uh, I couldn't. Get, I mean, I'm I'm a huge uh, King Kong uh, fan. I like King Kong, Godzilla, all that kind of stuff. Well, that's the whole story of King Kong. <laughs> they went to get to get King Kong and bring him to New York. And what does he do? He 
He climbs, you know, they put him in on show on display. He's drugged. He's chained up. He breaks his chains because man can't keep, keep a beast, you know, chained up. And he climbs, climbs the Empire State Building. And then there's planes going up around him. Yeah. And they shoot him down. He falls down and he dies. Now, I don't think you could do that in today's movies because of, you know, animal cruelty and everything yeah. else. So instead, you've got to train them. You can't kill them. you got to train <laughs> them. And yeah. then you got to take them back home. Mm-hmm. So the whole him going crazy, running around, running around amok along the streets and, you know, eating dogs and drinking out of... <laughs> <laughs> Drink out of swimming pools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the kid waking up his parents and there's a dinosaur. And I'm like, ah, freaking out. I mean, that scene was comical. Like, it wasn't scary. Yeah. I mean, I felt like that movie took a big, like, took a big turn. I'm like, okay, we just went to a B film. You know, like, this movie, now we're watching B real. This is just, the movie just became a joke. I feel like they made it to Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It it, it, it it ceased be it ceased being Jurassic Park and now it became this cheesy Hollywood film like mm-hmm. Aliens from Mars. Well, let's release a T Rex in L A and have exactly. the little kid go to his parents and it was ah. it was ridiculous and yeah. I feel like like this might have been a like a sixty five maybe a seventy two. Like, like it could. This could have been a maybe. fresh. This could have been <laughs> maybe a, a seventy. This could have been a low. <laughs> could have hit fresh the seventy three. It could have been a low fresh film, like mm-hmm. at seventy two percent. And then that ending was so ridiculous that it instantly drops it down to like a fifty one. <laughs> <laughs> Just lost 20, 20 points. <laughs> because and, and I don't know how long that ending was. It may have only been fifteen minutes, but it felt like twenty twenty five minutes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you could have just cut that out. And like, psh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're in agreement on that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, okay, let's move on to the last one here. So Jurassic Park 3 um, came out in 2001, again, four years later. Uh, new technology, new everything. I was super excited. You got the giant birdcage. I don't know what it's actually called, but they called yeah, it a birdcage. Yeah. I'm going to call it a birdcage. You have pterodactyls. Super sweet. was waiting for those birds mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, not really birds, but you know. Uh, critics gave it 49%, which in all fairness is only four points lower than the second film. Not a big difference. Good you, job. You stayed garbage. <laughs> At least you didn't digress. <laughs> viewers, viewers, on the other hand, brought it all the way down to 36%. Well. <laughs> well, yeah. So here's, here's my issue with this. As much as I really enjoyed, um, you know, um, it's a, uh, Dr. Grant mm. in the first film. I enjoyed Dr. I feel Malcolm that more. he played second fiddle to Dr. Malcolm in the same way. And I know we're going to get hate from our listeners on oh, this. Don't, don't say I, it. I'm going to say it. Don't say it. I'm going to say it. Oh, man. When, when George Lucas casted Star Wars, you know, the actor for Star Wars, uh, and, and he's on record. I mean, you can find it out there if you watch some of the behind-the-scenes, and there's a lot of makings of Star Wars. When he casted Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher, he thought that Mark Hamill was going to be the upcoming rising star that was mm-hmm. out, going to outshine everyone, and he was wrong, and it was Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. He's on record saying that. I mean, there, there's, quite a, there, there's more than one. There's quite a few documentaries where he's on there saying that. Harrison Ford became the huge, huge rising star out of all of that. 
Um, same thing for these films. Mm. Um, Jeff Goldblum, he's the one that on Dress the Spotlight. I mean, I mean, they already had their own films that they were doing. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Goldblum became the face for Jurassic Park, yeah. not the other guy. Oh, a- yeah. And I'm not, no, I'm not discrediting him. I mean, he's a good actor. I thought he was really good. No, yeah. he's a good actor. I'm just saying for Jurassic Park, Jeff Goldblum and his character, the way that he portrayed it and the chaos theory. <laughs> I love his and, character. And every, the way that he was, the chaos theory and everything else, mm-hmm. he was it. In fact, when later on when we talk about Jurassic World Evolution, the game, um, he make there's so much about him that makes that game. Oh yeah, I mean his personality in that mm-hmm. game is, is is so great. So okay, so when you go to the third third movie, um, I think one part of the reason, and it's not the actor's fault, but it's the it's the it's the story that is very very weak to begin with, and the material that they hand him to work with, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I think that the second movie does succeed is that. The partial story that is there, the reason that it does work is that you have Jeff Goldblum's character, which is very charismatic. Very, he's got a very um, colorful, very um, just a Likeable. very strong. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Personality. Very vibrant, very loud character. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, it's 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 there. It's, it's very dominant. It, it's very strong, dominant in your face character mm-hmm. in a good way. And so even if the script... It covers up the bad story. <laughs> exactly, exa- no, no, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even if the script falls flat, he's going to make he it makes sound it better. good. He's going to make it he's sound gonna, good. Yeah. And right. I don't feel like um, the guy who plays you know, Dr. Grant, I can't think of his name right now, but the guy who plays Dr. Grant, he didn't have good material to work with, and the, his character um, wasn't strong enough to, to fill mm-hmm. those roles mm-hmm. either. He's a he's a likable guy, and his character is likable. But he wasn't the character that was needed to bring this film where it needed to be. I agree. Yeah, um, his character is definitely more chill and just you know, let's just go with the flow and follow the rules and this and that, and just really more low key. Right. And I feel like more, um, more supporting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More of a supporting character. But there wasn't um, much there to support. It, yeah, exactly. So I was like, where's the lead in all of this? Right. And, again, and so this, then he ended up being the lead. Right. But it wasn't, yeah, it just didn't work. And he had like that little, um, his friend with him, mm-hmm. the little, his expedition buddy. Right. Um, I thought he was cool. Yeah. Um, but not much came from that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's not much to say on this movie, right. to be honest. I, I, I mean, really don't know. He really needed, um, what's her name? That's not coming mm-hmm. to me right now. From His the girlfriend. first Jurassic Park, who got married, he really. I mean, she came in the last minute and saved the day, mm-hmm. but he needed her in this film, right? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he really uh, needed her. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and jump forward and let's talk about Jurassic World and Fallen okay, Kingdom. Okay, good because so, I liked these much. So, more. Um, uh, what's his name? Chris. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris. Yeah, he comes in. AKA Star Lord. Star Lord. And he is Star Lord in my head. I, mean, I know he's Every in other, time, yep. he's in other things, Park and Rec and other things. And he's another I mean, he's funny and everything he's, else. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. But um he's, he's just Star Lord. <laughs> he's he's Star Lord. And he he plays Star Lord this uh Sam I'm, I'm going off on Marvel now. He plays Star Lord Star Lord so well though. Like he is Star Lord. You know what I mean? Yes. He's kinda like Chris Evans and the way that Chris Evans isn't even Chris Evans anymore and he's Captain, he's Captain America. America. Yeah. And you know, this happens a lot. I was just thinking Robert Downey Jr is Iron Man. I mean, he says it. That's like his say, line. You know that I first movie, Man. he says, I am Iron Man. <laughs> I'm Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways. Okay, so Jurassic World comes out in 2015. So there's 14-year gap, and then they come Mm -hmm. out with Jurassic World. Um, Had good success at 70% from critics, 78% from from viewers. uh, Huge, which is a huge success Mm. over the previous two films. Oof. Um, Which is is a great comeback from where it was before. Mm They go from just a park to an in, literally an entire island, entire theme park. Every at this point, they started off not from scratch, you know, like the first one did. Everything's been running for quite some time. They're genetically altering dinosaurs now. They're you know creating bigger and better environments. I mean, it, it's huge. You know the story. We don't even really talk about the story. Um, how did you feel going into this film after watching, forget forget about the uh, two and three of Jurassic Park. So just comparing Jurassic Park, the first film, and now the first Jurassic World. How did you feel about those two? Um, oh, comparing them? Yeah, just the first two. And not which one beats out the other, but just, just on their, in their own merits. How okay. did you enjoy those two films? I really, really liked both of them. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. I'd watch the first one again right now, the first Jurassic Park. I'd also watch the first Jurassic World again right now. I would not watch the last two Jurassic Parks again right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, I would watch the first Jurassic Park again. I really loved that movie. Um, I really loved the first Jurassic World. I thought they were both great. I liked them for different reasons. Mm-hmm. I thought they shined in different areas. Um, Jurassic World, in my opinion, was a lot funnier. And part of that is because Chris Pratt, I think well, Chris I Pratt's say, hilarious. Chris, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just really like Chris Pratt, so... That's probably part of the reason I really like the Jurassic World movies. Um, I thought they were both great. I don't know. I can't really say which one I enjoyed more because I really liked both of them. The, the first one to me is is darker. Now, I don't know how much of that is the nostalgia factor from being a kid seeing it. Um, oh. But the first one just has a grittier um, down-to-earth factor that is just darker to me. Uh, Jurassic World, the first one... Um, has scare moments, but and it never has the dark scare moments to me like the first Jurassic Park does. Um, like some of the raptor scenes, they're never this. They they, they don't equate mm. the same. They might be more lifelike because it's better CGI. Oh, that's another thing I really liked. I was really excited to see when we got through all the Jurassic Parks. I was really excited to see the updated CGI in the Jurassic World and see how good the dinosaurs look. It looked a lot better. I was very pleasant. Yeah. But they don't have that same edgy kind of like this like I I'm scared. Like I don't want to be there. Well, yeah. Um I kind of get that. Um I, I'm getting the first movie and the second movie mixed up. First one there's an actual park and everything's working. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's the one. Oh, is that the one with the kids? The two kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking, the second one's where they're moving them off the island, yes. and then they end up selling them. These yes. other people. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, okay, there were moments in the first Jurassic World where I, where I was like, oh, my goodness, and I felt sad. Like, the part where the, you know, the, um, um, the genetically thing, uh, m- altered dinosaur gets out, the endowment, and, Dominus and Dominus Dominus Rex Dominus Rex where he gets out and he um they what's his name the main guy and Claire I don't know why I remember her name and not his um when they go and see the dead Brachio 
and then oh it pans gosh. over to the whole field of and him. And they say he's heading for sport. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, this is yeah. really sad. No, no, that's sad. Um, and then, oh, I thought that was very sad. I'm talking about scary moments. Yeah, though. scary. Um, I thought it was pretty scary when the two kids were in the ball, and then the big scary dinosaur found them, and they almost got eaten alive. Um, props to the guy by the the older kid, because he um, thought very creatively and quickly on his feet in that moment, so that they wouldn't get eaten. You True. know, I probably would not have thought of what he did. <laughs> I probably would have just died. Just been eaten. <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah, I, I see what you mean by the whole not as scary moments thing. So, do you agree with the seventy? And 78%, or mainly with the 78%, or would you um, rate it a little bit higher? Or a I'd probably lower? rate it a little bit higher. Okay. Um, I'd probably give it like an 80-something. Okay. Uh, quickly, moving on here. Fallen Kingdom came out uh, three years later, 2018, mm-hmm. and uh, less ratings. Actually, it, it actually fell lower than The Lost World. Uh, it received 47% from critics and 48% from viewers. And tell me how you feel about that one. I don't agree with that at all. Okay. Um, especially with it being less than... Um, the Lost World. The Lost World. Are you serious? Who put these reviews in? <laughs> what? Um, now, remember, you're on a Jurassic Park high because you, you watched them all back to back to back to back, enjoying, like... Right. You're like, and the, I really you're, like you're, dinosaurs you're, you're, anyway. You're at the dinosaur buffet going, give right. me more, give me more, right. give me more. Um, I, so... I mean, you could argue that this one had a very shallow story. Uh, Fallen they, Kingdom? Right. They go to an island. Because mm-hmm. at this point, it's almost like, well, how many other sites do you have? Yeah, right, yeah. How many That's, other hidden... Is there another? How many islands are there? How, exactly. Like, how many islands are there? Yeah. Um, but now, they go back to the same island as mm-hmm. in Jurassic World, the first one, mm-hmm. right? They're going back to the island to save them, mm-hmm. but they're going to take them to another island that we don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, they're going back to an island to save them, and yet there's another pl- plot by Engine, you know, to take them all away mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, and, of course, there's somebody corrupt who wants to make money, mm-hmm. right? And so, Essential. And, of course, as soon as they get there, they're not there but, what seems to be, you know, immediate, the island begins to explode. Yeah. Um, oh, that was so sad. The oh, last my goodness. Part, when they yes. are on the boat going away and you see the brachios. Well, here's the thing, though. Hold on. We're, we're talking about the, you know, the shallowness of the story. As oh, right, soon right. as they get there, you know, the mm-hmm. island's exploding. And then. Well, I mean, that's what they the were room, saying, though. They were like, we might have time to but get But then there's a many. dinosaur in the room. I mean, it's. This story is extremely predictable. Mm-hmm. As soon as they get there, yeah, yeah. The, the, the island ex- explodes. They get in the room. You know there's going to be a dinosaur in the room. Of course, there's a dinosaur in the room. They've got to climb up the stairs. The guy's screaming. Wait, cli- what room? The control room that they're rebooting, Claire, and then the the hacker, not hacker, but the computer reboot uh, uh, computer guy that she brings with them to save the dinosaurs. It's okay. It's okay. It Maybe. doesn't matter. Then they got to escape. They got to get on the boat. They drive this really heavy truck mm-hmm. that just happens to ramp upwards because oh. <laughs> gravity, gravity, gravity jumps the truck up so they can go into the boat and not tanks down into the ocean for when, obvious reasons. Yeah, when that scene happened, the dock is literally straight. Correct. And I watched it, and I remember thinking to myself, truck went off straight edge up. 
And in my head, and I was like, "There was like a six foot gap at least. Oh yeah, at minimum." And and I mean, she accelerated, but still, in my head, I was like, "Truck instantly goes down." Yeah, it may not into even, water. Here's the thing, here's Everyone thing. dies. That truck is over. so heavy; it may not have even gone into the, into right? the ocean. <laughs> it may have just gone like three feet hanging off the edge and just got stuck. Yeah, but no truck. Oh, it went up. Truck gets pixie dust and flies. <laughs> And lands into like some to the boat reindeer dust or something. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Anywho. Yeah. But then you know, okay, we're not going to pick this movie apart. But I mean, it's just to me, the the second one was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It was a fun movie. Yeah. No, it was shallow story. It was definitely not nearly as good as um, the first one. The the idea of them having a a facility under the mansion large enough to hold that many dinosaurs, as big as those dinosaurs were. I do have problems with because that's that's I mean you're okay Bruce Wayne yeah I, I was about to compare it to Bruce I'm Wayne. like that's as big as his bat cave but furnished I mean the bat cave is huge but the bat cave is like all it has is the computer he's in got it. like a massive computer and like maybe three changing rooms yeah and the rest of it's just unfinished like caves yeah that's it I mean they had like all these you know real elab- elaborate you know in, you know, ca- you know, cages for all these dinosaurs. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I had issues. Uh, so, but yeah. here's the thing. So, so, the, okay. So, real fast, the, the 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 ratings they gave it was 47 critics, 48 viewers. How do you feel? That's that's where I stand. Uh, um, I'm probably right there with that. I'd give it higher. I okay. I, I liked. It. I, I feel like again, it's because partially Chris Pratt. Um, I'd give it higher. Probably give it. Hmm. If if we're if we're basing it on just enjoyment, just right. pure enjoyment, I'd probably give it um a high sixty. Okay. Um, but there are lots of issues with it, like you mentioned. Um, with the story, um <laughs> with the truck. Um <laughs> But other than that, like there were, there's a lot of moments in the movie that a I lot of really... people died from what I what I want to call stupid moments, and not um, like ooh, dinosaur ooh. got them. When? No. Wait. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, what do you mean? <clears throat> the the main um, hunter guy that was stealing teeth from the dinosaurs for his necklace <laughs> when yeah. he walks into the cage. Dude. And some of these moments, okay, where like with the hybrid, the hybrid guy that they mm-hmm. you know who's hybrid mm-hmm. from blue now, he walks in there. And I'm like, you're making a you're making a comical mo- film, film now. And he goes in there and he thinks he's asleep because he shot him. And the dinosaur moves his tail. And then for the viewers, I hate movies that do scenes for the viewer satisfaction. Yeah. Oh my god. That gosh, bothers yes. me. Yes. So he opens his eye. The dinosaur does. Yeah. Oh my. The guy can't see it. <laughs> so why show us? I thought the exact same thing why right when the scene happened. I was like, the dinosaur wouldn't do that. <laughs> What's the point? Why of that? show us? It's like yeah. movies where I mean you haven't seen it. Um, I don't think. Have you seen? Uh, oh, what's that movie? Um, it's the magic. Uh, I think it's Twenty One. It's the magic mo- movie. Anyway, it's one of these movies to where a guy is um, pretending to be somebody. Like he's 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 faking. He's like he's actually a bad guy, but he's pretending to be good. And so um, they show him on the phone talking a certain way or something. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so angry when we watch it. I'm like, he wouldn't be doing that. They're doing they're they're showing oh. something else for the viewer 
that's cheap writing. That's, that's an bad insult writing. to the viewer's intelligence. Exactly. That's bad that's writing. An it's cheap writing. They're like, hey, this is the bad guy, by the way. Notice his voice. Don't show me that. Like, yeah. he let me be, figure he it out, man. Like, exactly. It's, let me it's enjoy bad it. writing. And so when they do things like that, I'm like, no, that that's cheap bad writing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. And so when they do things like that in the movies, I'm like, you you just lost me. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm checking out. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of little things about that in the second movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're 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 losing the magic that was Jurassic Park from mm. 1993 mm-hmm. and now you're adding Disney into it. And I love, <laughs> I love Disney, but you're adding Disney. But that's I, Disney's thing though. That's what they're supposed to be but doing. But I don't want Disney. Mm-hmm. Right. I want blood. That's Disney. That's I want, not Jurassic Park. I want Park. blood and I want teeth and I want screams and I want, you know, cages being ripped and I want, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I want. You want the dinosaurs to be crying tears like yeah. Blue did? So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my other thing. We're not going to go into that, but anyway, well, I, I feel like they're taking the, that, okay, I, I, we'll, we'll just say this, and I, no, I'm not a, you know, paleontologist and all that kind of stuff, but I'm just saying, the whole, I feel like the, the raptors, Jurassic Park is like, they, they made the raptors their, their key predator, mm-hmm. and then they've just expanded on that with every film, mm-hmm. like the raptors, they're, they're, they're bad. They're, they're, they're really bad. No, they're mega bad. Mm-hmm. Now they're super, super They're the super worst bad. dinosaurs ever. Now, yeah, they are the killing machines. Yeah. They're worse than Diablo. I mean, there's yeah. all this kind of stuff. And now they're emotional. And now they're, they, they feel empathy. And now mm-hmm. they, and I'm like, I'm sorry, you're getting all of this from Bones? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, not in Jurassic Park because they brought him back to life. I was going to say. So obviously, they, I understand it from a storytelling point. They have to develop a mythology because mm-hmm. they're bringing them back. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. But at some point, at some point, you got to cross a line. I mean, I guess you. I guess the mythology could say that you could teach them to talk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Technically, you could. It's just at some I'll point. See why not. At some Parrot point, talk. at some point, it's like, yeah, um, there were some of those moments in the movie, and that's but, what it felt like on the second one. I'm like, okay, yeah, so, definitely more the second one, yeah. Okay, so um, which brings me to the last thing on. Um, the third one, which is Dominion. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's one more thing. In the second movie, there's like this defining question all throughout the movie. Okay. Do you let the dinosaurs live and risk humans? Or do you kill okay. them off but you're kill- and save humans, but you're killing living things? Okay, so what was the woman's name? From Claire? the first and second one? Claire, okay. So her whole thing was save the dinosaurs. Right. Save the dinosaurs. Dr. Malcolm's... Uh, belief was man brought the dinosaur. <laughs> I'm thinking about what he said in the first film, Jurassic Park, the first one from you know 93. Um, um, you know, God creates oh. dinosaur. Um, how's it? How's he say it? God creates dinosaur. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. Is it God creates dinosaur? God kills dinosaur. God creates no, man. No, no. God creates. Dinosaur. God creates man. Man destroys dinosaur. I don't remember. It was something it was, twisty and turny. I don't remember. Yeah. It was really funny, though. <laughs> it was really, you know, I'm, I'm going to look that up. Finish what you were saying, though. Uh, which about part? Claire. Oh, wait. I wasn't saying, you were saying that. No, no, no. You, you brought it up first, talking about oh. saving. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just going to ask what you would do, because throughout the whole movie, you know, that's, I mean, that's like the foundation, you know? Um, you see Claire in the room with all of her people and they're like on the phone with all these different people trying to get 
investments or whatever because they're trying to save all the dinosaurs. Um, and so Claire's whole thing is, oh, let's save the dinosaurs. And then um, Malcolm, like you said, is in court and he's trying to tell them these, you know, these dinosaurs are a danger to the human race, you know, blah, 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 blah this and that. I almost died like 84 times from him. Trust me, you know. Um, and then in the end, the little girl ends up saving him. Him? Them. Mm-hmm. The little girl ends up saving them um, because Claire was about to, but she didn't. Um, so what well, my question to you was, what would you do? Would you save the dinosaurs? Uh, well, it depends at which stage, though, because she was wanting to save the dinosaurs to send them to their own sanctuary island. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, it was... When the girl presses the button. It's do we, the save, big red button. Do we save the dinosaurs or do we release... Do we, do we save the dinosaurs or do we, you know, therefore killing man or do we kill the dinosaurs, saving man? The quote from the first film was, uh, God creates dinosaurs, God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man, man destroys God. Man creates oh, yeah. dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, so so God creates dinosaurs, God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man, man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. Doctor, I'm sorry, dinosaurs eat man. Woman inherits the earth. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. I remember that. So, now, but yeah. then woman um, you know, has to decide what to do with dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where the, that, that movie, you know, ends up you know, leaving us. Mm-hmm. And so um, I thought the idea of putting them on their own sanctuary is a great idea. The problem with that, though, is that man's always going to be tempted to bring yeah. dinosaurs and exploit them and bring them back over. Um, okay, so, what, you know, at that end, at the very end, you know, obviously she chose to, um, Claire decided to save mankind and let the dinosaurs die. die. And I think Dr. Malcolm personally had the right idea. Mm-hmm. We, they brought back something that was extinct. Leave it alone. Right. We, we had no business doing it to begin right. with. Okay. So the child um, didn't just choose to let them live because she was a child. She chose to let them live because she was a pro- they were a product of the same thing that she mm-hmm. was. She was a clone herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. Man, when that happened, I was like, oh, my goodness. What the heck? I was like, no wonder she looks so much like her mom. Yeah. That part creeped me. I'm getting chills right now thinking yeah. that part creeped me out. Yeah. This old dude recreated his daughter yeah i was like yo that was this the dude is that was tricking. the <laughs> yeah that was the evil that was that, that tore them apart him and hammond that's Man, why they separated i was like when when that whole thing got revealed i'm not the best at like figuring the plot out yeah. in movies so i always have to have stuff revealed and when it got revealed i was like oh my what i was like what the heck this is trippy man and yeah, it was, it was, um, I can't even describe it. It was very um, interesting to me. Um, and yeah, so, and then she ended up saving them because, you know, she was like, you know, they're alive just like me. So that brings us to the last film. So the second film ends with all the dinosaurs being let loose. Okay, so we really need to bring the show to a close. So here's the question. Um, where does this leave us for a third film? Because here's why, here's why. Um, man, this, this film's coming out here in basically a year, year and a half. And I'm I, super excited for it. I'm super excited because it means more dinosaurs. Mm. But uh, all, uh, the way <laughs> what? just the way it's, I mean, you have all these dinosaurs. It's ending like the second Jurassic Park, right? All the dinosaurs getting released into the city again. 
well, that was one dinosaur. Now you have all now of these all dinosaurs. Of them, yeah. mm-hmm. So, is it, so is the movie going to begin where like the, right where it left off? You mean like right where it left off, or is it going to begin three years later and you have all these dinosaurs who have been wreaking mm-hmm. havoc everywhere? Mm, I think it I, can't begin like in a post-apocalypse type yeah, of thing no, because no. of that many dinosaurs. There's not that many, and you've got an yeah. entire army. I personally would rather it start where it left off. Um, do you think it's going to do that, or do you think it's going to be, you know... I don't know what it's going to do. I feel like it'd be easier for it, them. It seems like... Okay. Like, easier for the writers and everything if they started it later. But see, I don't think I, I don't think they had made it such a big scene of all the dinosaurs being released. Right. If they're just simply going to say, three years ago, or today marks the three-year mm-hmm. anniversary where, you know, the, the you know... The, the world the, ended. <laughs> the U.S. Coast Guard and mm-hmm. the, the, you know whatever, whatever, army came in and whatever, whatever, and, you know, cornered off this part of the forest or whatever else and, you know, trained or killed or whatever else, you know. This city was wiped out, but the dinosaurs were Mm. contained and were either killed or moved over. And then, lo and behold, somebody captured some no one knew, and now this country (laughs) has them. I mean, mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what story are they going to come up with that's... But the title is... But the title is Dominion. I don't even know what that word means, but it sounds sinister, so I'm excited. Well, you to have dominion over means like you know who's like the very simplest term is like who's in charge, who's boss, oh. who has power over, Ooh. who or authority over. Oh. So like who's who's the boss? I don't I mean, know. That's we gotta wait till 2022 to see. So I'm like, what's what's going to happen here? I'm excited. I think. I don't know. What happened to... Oh, the Dominus Rex. Not the Dominus Rex. That was the first film. Whatever the... the end, uh, what was it called? The uh, Indigo... The new one. The new hybrid in the second film. The Indigo Rex or whatever else. Oh. But he died. He died. Yeah, he died. Blue killed and him. Blue killed him. Blue stands on top of him <laughs> after he falls through the spike. Blue flexes. Blue's like, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I've got high hopes. I want to see, I wanna yeah, see what it is. I'm excited. I hope they don't just follow the same pattern of... Someone wants to trap capture the dinosaurs and make money off of them. Yeah, I feel like that's what they've been doing. And that's the thing. I feel like if they if they go the same route, this is going to be a fun movie because it's dinosaurs, but it's going to be a weak story, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be much. But who knows? To talk it could about. end up being really good. I hope it's that. I hope it ends up being really good. It could. I it hope could. it. I I'm excited for it. I regardless. am too. We'll find out. So okay, um, we're gonna have to skip. A lot of the rest of this on the show, but let's go ahead and just start to close this whole show off. Let's go ahead and talk about Jurassic World Evolution, uh, and that's going to wrap, wrap up the show. So, um, in t- 2018, uh, Jurassic World Evolution came out on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, and uh, since then it's come out with a lot of additional DLC and everything else. Jurassic World Evolution is a sim game, uh, very similar to things like SimCity, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, games like that, where you you uh, manage either a city, a neighborhood, or uh, very similar to Roller Coaster Tycoon, where you build like your own theme park. In this game, you're quite literally uh, building your own theme park. <laughs> theme park, but it's Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're building your own Jurassic, Jurassic park. theme. Yeah, your your own Jurassic Park park. Yeah, um, but what's cool is that you actually have um, you're following a campaign, and this follows. Um, Almost oh, yeah. like the story of the of all five films. It pulls mm-hmm. elements out of all five films. There's a lot of uh, key actors 
from the films as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who plays um, Doctor Wu, Doctor uh, Wu is in it. Doctor Malcolm, and he plays a darker character. Doctor Wu plays a darker character. I love his character, and he's a good character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor um, Malcolm. Malcolm is in it, Ian Malcolm. and and he's in it a lot. He's great and in it too. He, he he's always playing the your conscience in it in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. When the doctors are asking you to do different things, he's like he's like, oh, this whoa, again? Whoa, wait a minute, are we, are we actually doing this? Don't we remember idea. from last time. And, yeah. and and he's funny too because there might be one scientist that says, hey, let's 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 create this and make sure you're careful with this. And he'll come in and say, hey, I actually kind of like it. This guy, I think I agree with him. He, let's let's do what he says. And then the guy will come back and say, great, you did that. Now go ahead and send him loose on, on your. Podcast population and see how he responds and he's like i take back everything he says i don't like this guy <laughs> yeah so it's kind of funny um but there's a lot of characters that make a uh, reprise in, in this game like like i said dr malcolm's in dr Wu, claire um, too right claire's in it they got um, oh my goodness what's oh, his face owen, that's his name um, owen talks but it's not chris pratt no it's which not i was pratt, very disappointed with but um Oh, uh, the guy from the first Jurassic Park, um, Doctor Grant. Yeah, Doctor Grant. I haven't seen him yet. You um, said he's in it, but I haven't yeah. seen him yet. There's, at there's all. a lot of returning actors that play uh, that reprise their roles in this film. I'm sorry, in this game, um, but so, which so, makes so it like ten times a better. lot of a lot of these sim building games. Um, either you know they they play off the franchise and they are either mediocre. Uh, few of them just really get it right. And this one just nails it. Uh, on Metacritic, uh, for this game, it gets an average of 75% from critics, and then on users, an average of 8.7 out of 10. And this is on the Switch version. So on the Switch version, it's Jurassic World Evolution. Um, I forgot the last part. I think it's... Um, completed Edition. Completed Edition or something. It, so it comes with the base game plus all of the DLC included, which is nice because it's not just a bonus level that you unlock down the road that you can play as a separate campaign. Uh, a lot of the Dr. Wu um, stuff or whatever is stuff that you unlock as you're playing. So as you get like a five-star rating on an island and in and, and a park, he, he'll talk to you and go, hey... I've got a side mission for you. And you can choose right then to go to a secret research facility that no one else knows about that you can unlock. This game is a lot of fun. Uh, we we purchased it. It what, just came out two weeks ago, I think. I looked it up. It was like three weeks ago. Okay. Or that's when like Nintendo or two, or two released and a, half, a video two and on, half, on YouTube. Two and a half weeks it. ago. It'd be because it's, it's Sunday right now. So it'd be about two and a half weeks ago now. Um, and we already, and this is a game, we only have one copy, so it's digital only, and so there's no physical release, so it's on my Switch. I'm bummed about. Yeah, so it's on my Switch. And so already, uh, like, we're all getting up early <laughs> to play on the same Switch, or we're all kind of like, can I have a turn now? Because it's only on one Switch. And so uh, I have 56 hours in, Jaden has 46 hours in, Caleb has 32 hours in. And, <laughs> and that's on one collective switch. And so I don't know what that is. What that's what, uh, 50, it's 90, uh, 90 hours plus another 30. That's what Jay, 120 plus another 120. I don't see the numbers. I need to see the numbers. I don't even, where do you have 132, that? 132, 130. I don't know. That's, that's, that's roughly 135 hours collectively. We have in, we have on this game. Um, and we haven't even beaten it yet because there's because the campaign's actually fun because it takes you through and it trains you as you go. But the game's great. Everything from there's what sixty how many dinosaurs are there to unlock sixty eight. There's sixty eight dinosaurs. There's a total of how many islands? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven. 
uh, six, including seven. the sandbox eight maybe i think there's i think there's seven campaign islands and then, yeah then one sandbox level which later you can basically sandbox all of the levels all all of the islands and they all have different shapes all all have different uh, Ooh, scenery climates different climates some of them have major like Ugh. storms Ugh. big storms like tornadoes and whatnot um that, that affect like, everything oh. from your buildings to affecting your dinosaurs um you're oh managing everything from power uh uh shelter sheltered for your for your guests um keeping dinosaur your, keeping your guests welfare. happy keeping your dinosaurs happy your welfare your dinosaurs as far as overpopulation underpopulation uh, your your social groups, some dinosaurs, you know, you need to have like they they want to be one and alone, like a T Rex. Others they need like four or five, you know, because they like to be in herds, like raptors. Um, you know, you're building hotels, you're building different types of foods, uh, food shops, different kinds of clothing shops, and 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 entertainment like arcades. You're building and a park. Uh, it, it's you're building. Yeah, think about like Jurassic World the movie. You're building. If you think about Jurassic, the first Jurassic World and that whole corridor. That's what you're building on the inter- entertainment side. But then you're building, you know, um, enclosures for your dinosaurs as well for them to to live in. But then you've got to, you know, design it right, like with the right kind of grasslands or, or enough water or mm-hmm. forests and everything else to keep your dinosaurs happy. Because if they're not happy, then they're breaking out of fences. And if they're breaking out of fences, they're killing then people. they're killing people. Now, this game's rated T for teen. Uh, there's, in the campaign, there's very... Very little mild language every yeah. once in a while. I mean, very, very mild. Yeah, that's probably like PG rated, and, and I mean, I wouldn't even say PG PG thirteen. It's probably like PG rated, and it's super rare. That's what I'm saying. It's probably like PG rated. Mm-hmm. Um, now you can zoom in and you can see a T Rex. You know, grab Launching a goat and dude. throw it up in the air and oh. and, and and you know eat yes. it. Or if the raptors break out, you can zoom in and see them jump up in the air and jump straight down Flaw and, and somebody or eat them right then. Or see T Rex break out and and stomp on people or something, or eat them as well. Probably eat them. And so you, you probably can, both you can <laughs> see that. Um, this game looks fantastic in docked mode. It's mm, great. It does look super good. Um, but it is it looks fuzzy and a little ugly in handheld. It's totally playable in handheld. It runs great mm-hmm. in handheld. It runs mode. fine. Runs fine handheld and docked. But it looks kind of ugly. Again, this is one of those games to where, and I'll compare it back to Sniper Elite 4. Yeah. Um, I was blown away by Sniper Elite, how well it runs and looks in handheld mode. And then I look at Jurassic Park, which, you know, it's a AAA title. Um, it looks ugly, like ugly in handheld. And I'm like, why? Just do better. Why? But then you got an indie developer over here, and they did a fantastic job importing it in handheld mode. Right. Um, again, they're both old games, but anyway. Um Amazing game, absolutely love it. We were talking about like how would we rate this game an eight or a nine, and we we're going back and forth. And I was like, man, I love this game, but I don't know if I'd give it a nine. I mean, we've put, I mean, I've already put fifty six hours and fifty six hours into this game, and I know I'll put more, but I don't know if it's a nine because it's 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 definitely one of my favorite sims of, and I I, I like a good sim game. I love a good sim game from back in the day. Like uh, especially on the PC back like with Caesar three and all those kind of games, but um, Roller Coaster Tycoon and whatnot. Um, but they brought Roller Coaster Tycoon to the Switch, and I have not purchased it because you have this game. <laughs> well, I haven't purchased it on Switch even before this because I it just hasn't hasn't looked that appealing. Now, if it drops in price, I might pick it up, but I don't know. It just 
I downloaded it on, on my iPad, and I was like, it just doesn't, I don't know, it didn't reach out to me. Um, again, I'm going to give this one a, a high eight, a strong eight, and this is a $60 game. And I think, you know, if you like Jurassic Park and you like dinosaurs and you like sim games, I think you should totally pick right this up game your alley. up. Literally this checks a, off every box. This is, <laughs> a, this is a fun game. This is definitely a fun game. So, Jay, it, what yeah. would you say? Um, I'd give it a nine. Um, I There's not... And you don't give out many nines. There's only one complaint I have about this game, and it's the um, building part of it. Mm-hmm. How what, what part about the building? hard it is sometimes to place buildings. Is it because of the land? Because of the land being uneven on some islands. Because of, oh my gosh, if there is a hotel right here and a restaurant right here, I can't put a gift shop right here. You know what I'm saying? The building feel the, the building process in this game feels uneven across the islands. And I can't believe that is for design. I think that's one of the reasons keeping me from giving this a nine. Because the game feels a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. Like I understand the islands are different and that's by design because of difficulty. Mm-hmm. But the building process feels sloppy across the different islands, and that cannot be by design. That feels um, uneven. Like a, a square should fit by a square, yeah. no matter what island you're on. And on this, that, that's not true in this game. Some squares don't fit by some squares, and right. that doesn't make sense. It says like if there's a gift shop in a hotel, like a good distance away, it says they're right. If you can't build, the other. game will tell you why. It'll say there's a building constraint, there's terrain a terrain constraint, constraint there's, there's a, water right there, right. And sometimes it'll say building constraint, and you're like, and it'll, it'll, and it'll show you which building, building is. It's in red, mm-hmm. and you're like, there's a good. Those are like 20 feet apart. What do you mean? Right. You can fit two fingers between right. there. What do you mean there's a building? And doesn't, and you know that there's just an mm-hmm. invisible error. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So there's, that gets very frustrating right. sometimes. But like I said. Especially when you're trying to, to do things just perfectly yeah. how you want them. So. Um, but like I said, other than that, there's no complaints I have about the game. Yeah. Like. That's why I'm giving it a nine because everything yeah. else about the game, I'm cool. I with. mean, this game keeps all of us coming back to it. Like right. all three of us keep going back to my Switch and saying, "I mean, you and mm-hmm. Kayla both. Hey, can, I, can I, we all call it the dinosaur game? Yeah, we hey, <laughs> dinosaur game. <laughs> it's like it's like both of you all are like three, or you're Micah's age. Can I play dinosaur game? Play dinosaur game. <laughs> can, can I play dinosaur game? Yep. <laughs> you don't even say can I play on your Switch. You're like. I play dinosaur game. Yeah. Well, you only have it on one switch, so you already know what we're talking about. Oh my gosh. Anyway. All right, guys. That's gonna wrap it up for a show. We're gonna skip any corner this week. We had a couple games listed, but um we are way over it's in our so time. Long, yeah. But again, this brought it back. I mean, we were three weeks behind, so yeah. Here, now, now you get to show. listen. And so we've got another show we're gonna bring y'all later this week, a shorter show, but we're gonna it focus mainly on it's some any games that we want to talk about and everything else. Um Again, sorry we were so late in coming back to you guys, but we t- hopefully talked about uh, a lot um, that you can go back on. Definitely check out Sniper Elite 4. Great game, great indie game that um, that really shines. And uh, one of the things, again, we've said this about a lot of different games, uh, but it's it's inclusive also about Sniper Elite 4. Um, I, I I know people personally who who won't look at indie games simply because they're indie games, and you're if if that's one if you kind of fall in that can that category, um, I want to encourage you to look at games because if you look at an indie game and you're like ah, 
I don't, you know, if if, if, that, if there's this, if there's a mindset that says they're shorter games or they don't have the quality of the AAA titles like EA or Ubisoft and, and Activision things like that, you're doing yourself an injustice because some of these indie games like Sniper Elite Four, I mean, it, its campaign is huge. You have hours and hours and hours of gameplay, of good gameplay, quality gameplay. Um, my biggest complaint of Sniper Elite Four is just the main character. I, he was a little boring for me. Mm. That, that, that was basically it. He he was a little boring for me. The gameplay was solid. The campaigns are fun. The worlds were big and they were they were beautiful. Um, it's a great game. In fact, I would say it's even a better game than um, most. I had the most fun playing this uh, stealth sniper game um, that I've had in years playing any type of game in this genre outside of like, an, and it reminded me of like an old Hitman game that I played years ago on PC or like I said earlier in the show, like Commando. So um, do yourself a favor, check it out. A lot of fun. And then uh, if you're looking for a sim game, check out Jurassic World Evolution. Again, we'll put sh- links to the show notes of both of these games. And I uh, hope you enjoyed our talk about Jurassic World. And uh, if you're looking for a Jurassic World game for your kids, uh, lay, I don't know what it's called, but I think it's called Jurassic World Lego or Lego Jurassic World. It's actually on mm. sale right now still because of Black Friday. I think it's normally like a $30 or $40 game, and it's on sale for, I think, $11.99. And so I'll nice. try to find links for that, and I'll include in the show notes as well. But until then, that's going to do it. Jay, any last words to our guests? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to the podcast. Be sure to sign up on Twitter because of our giveaway that we're going to be talking about next week. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DatsGC. Until next week, stay safe. We'll talk to you all next week.